Assalamu alaikum. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of September 2021, and in our series, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 257. And in this, we are looking at uh, chapter 2, verse 93, and this is part 1 of that. Just to remind you that Lahore Amdiya community was established by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Sahib who taught us that um, although some people say that after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, another Prophet will come, but the Holy Quran tells us that the Holy Prophet was Khatmun Nabiyyin. And the Holy Prophet explained that by saying, La Nabi Abadi, there is no Prophet after me. So now no Prophet can come. And uh, Muslims are very fond of calling each other heretic and so on. Uh, at the slightest difference of opinion. And Hazrat Sahib uh, said that the Holy Prophet Muhammad had instructed that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you are not a Muslim, then it is the person saying it who is closer to heresy, to being a kafir. So we should avoid this kind of thing. And uh, some people say that some prophet, prophetic revelation that came to the Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is not in the Holy Quran, like uh, Ayah Rajam and Surah Walayat and so on. But uh, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad said that uh, God says, I have revealed the Quran and uh, I am taking responsibility for its protection, for safeguarding it. So it cannot be that anything has been missed out from the Holy Quran. Similarly, People say, some people, some people say that some verses of the Holy Quran have been abrogated. And Hazrat Ghulam Ahmad said, no, this is untrue, this is incorrect. No verse of the Holy Quran was, is, or ever shall be abrogated. And he stressed. That jihad is a fundamental duty of every single Muslim. But jihad as defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad wasallam, who when returning from fighting commented that Muslims were returning from the minor jihad, jihad-e asghar to the major jihad, jihad-e akbar. And then went on to explain that the greater jihad is the struggle to control your own desires and thoughts 
can, can, can keep yourself under control. That is the greater jihad. And uh, thus he claimed there are many other things. And Hazrat Sahib claimed that he was the reformer, the mujaddid, who had been sent and for whom the Holy Prophet Muhammad used the titles Messiah and Mahdi uh, when he prophesied his advent. So let us turn to uh, the chapter of the Holy, oh, sorry, the verse of the Holy Quran, the chapter and the verse of the Holy Quran. That is the topic for today. A'udhu billahi minash Bismillahirrahmanirrahim وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورِ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاسْمَعُوا سَمِعْنَا وَعَفَيْنَا وَأُشْرِبُوا فِي قُلُوبِهِمُ فِي قُلُوبِهِمُ الْعِجْلَ بِكُفْرِهِمْ قُلْ بِسَمَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِهِ إِيمَانُكُمْ When we made a covenant with you and raised the mountain above you, take hold of that which we have given you with firmness and obey. They said, We hear and disobey, and they were made to imbibe the love of the calf into their hearts on account of their disbelief. Say, evil is that which your faith bids you if you are believers. So, uh, the, the words were and uh, is, they are sort of connecting words and and in and then we have a khazna, and we'll talk about that uh, today. And me <clears throat> So these are the two words. So let me turn to my notes on the on my laptop. 
So the first word, Akhazna, it consists of two segments, Na, which is the pronoun, and Akhaz, which is a verb. And uh, it's uh, a triliteral root is Hamza, Ha, and Wal. And uh, it occurs in the Holy Quran 273 times. In uh, seven different seven different forms. In other words, uh, in the Holy Quran, um, um, the different words have been formed using this triliteral root, and seven different words have been made. So we have these words appearing 273 yes, times, 127 times as Akhaza, the verb Akhaza, and then 124 times as Itakhaza, that takes care of most, nine times as you are and what else is there? Six times as Akhaz. And uh, it means, um, the word means to gain something, to obtain something, to gather something, collect something. Um, and it also means, when we're talking about gathering and collecting and so on, it also means to understand something. In Urdu we know this. What conclusion have you gathered? What conclusion have you come to? In whatever it might be. And uh, um, it also means, uh, as I said, uh, being caught out, being overcome. Uh, for example, in chapter 12, verse 79, the Holy Quran says, Ma'adhallahi anna khuza illa man wajadna mata'ana undah. That we seek God's protection from grabbing the wrong person other than the one who took our belongings. In the same sense of being overcome, overpowered, we have chapter 2 verse 225 and slumber and sleep, nothing overpowers it, nothing overcomes it. Uh, but uh, talking about overpowering and overcoming or uh, uh, <clears throat> grabbing someone or asking someone to stand to account for 
chapter 11 verse 117 wa akhadhal ladina zalamu fayha those who are unjust zalamu those who are unjust to people then they were grabbed by punishment punishment overtook them fa akhaza hullahu naqal al akhirati wal ula chapter 79 verse 25 that uh, allah will hold them grab them for punishment to account for their deeds what he will do it both here and in the next world and again wa kazalika akhza rabbika iza akhaza al qura chapter 11 verse 102 when your rub when your lord holds the disobedient to account grabs them holds them to account then this is how he holds them and uh, then in a sense of dependence that you know you hold on to someone you know you're falling down a mountain and you hold someone's hand you're being held but you're being protected so the holy quran says la tattakhizul yahuda wan nafara awliya chapter 5 verse 51 that don't depend don't hold hold on to Jews and Christians for support meaning that muslims should depend on each other rather than other nations because you cannot be certain why another nation is supporting you it may be genuine there may be some something else behind it uh, etc So basically God is saying be careful. He's not saying if your next door neighbor is a Christian or a Jew or whatever then don't um um you know be friendly if his house catches fire you know it's not saying go and pour more petrol over it and don't pour water over it that's not what it means. So uh Uh, as i was saying it is the antonym of giving it's taking and uh, gathering something collecting something holding something and uh, uh, it can carry the the the, the sense of uh, punishment actually sometimes it's uh, uh used uh, for uh, death or destruction and killing as well uh muakhaza the common word in urdu um and you can take that as uh, you know 
getting hold of someone to account for their deeds. And that can include the sense of uh, punishing them for uh, doing something wrong. Let's see what else. Alakhigan is a prisoner because he is being held. So, you know, this is uh, this example should clarify to those who only speak English uh, what uh, it means. Um, and uh, held in the sense of uh, arrest. We know the story of Joseph in the, chap in cha in the chapter of the Holy Quran. And uh, there, the same word is used to mean arrested, held, but in the sense that they were arrested. You know, they, it's like on television, you see it often, don't you? The police go and they uh, um, grab someone and they say, you are being held pending inquiries or pending something or other, uh, uh, etc. So let's now uh, move to the next word. Where are my notes on the next word? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Mithak. And uh, um, it uh, two has two segments. Kum, uh, pronoun. And mithak, a verb. And uh, the triliteral root is wa, fa, and half. And it occurs in the Holy Quran um, 34 times and 25 times as mithaq. So that only leaves us with uh, nine times and then three times as more thick and twice as Wafaq and twice as Wufqa and uh, that's about it. Um, actually, I used to read out verses as examples. Wala yufiqu wafaqahu ahad bind. Chapter 89, verse 26. So it will bind, promise, ratification, covenant, mostly is covenant, treaty, contract, bond, because they all bind you together. And of course, firm, as in uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 256. And uh, uh, what's the other one? Chapter 31, verse 22. So, it means that um, <clears throat> you um, depend on someone. So that, um, you know, you are you trust someone so much that 
you know, you 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 are at uh, sort of peace. You are satisfied. Uh, but it means to bind someone with something, maybe a rope or whatever it is. And uh, <clears throat> that is the chain or the rope with which you bind someone or something. For example, uh, in chapter 89, verse 26, and uh, there is no binding that will bind like this. Then, of course, we have Misak. And most famously, we have the Misak, the promise, the contract, the covenant with the prophets before the Holy Prophet Muhammad. What is a khazna minan nabiyyin? Chapter 33. Verse 7. And then when we took a promise from the prophets, a covenant, I made a covenant with the prophets. And we know what that covenant was that um, uh, when the Holy Prophet Muhammad comes, they will uh, ask, they will tell their um, <clears throat> they will tell their followers that uh, when the Holy Prophet Muhammad comes to accept him to accept him accept the Holy Prophet Muhammad so um, you know that was the, the, the covenant between all the prophets and uh, uh, I mean, in, in, in Urdu, you, we say thika or fuka about a person that he is dependable. You can depend on him. And we also have vasika navis. Outside the courts, we have vasika navis. What does he do? A vasika navis, he actually uh, writes contracts. You know, you go to court and so on. There's a dispute with someone. Um, I'll assume neither party has uh, the solicitors, lawyers. So they will go to, uh, let's say there's an out-of-court settlement. So they will go to this Vasikanabis, the writer of the bonds, the contracts. Uh, that, you know, between this and this, this is what is agreed. Yeah, and then it goes into the court and uh, um, the judge, it's presented to the judge and the judge may or may not accept it. They usually do because it means that uh, that's one less hearing that they have to bother with. So as I was saying, to summarize that it means a rope, but anything that binds something. A contract binds you. A promise binds you. So you can see how Arabic works. 
The idea is binding things. Now it can be physical. If you actually take a rope, like I said, you know, um, you take a rope and you tie someone up. And it can be a legal bind. It may be a contract between two people, between two companies or whatever it is, uh, etc. It may be a promise. It may not be a formal legal contract. It may be a promise. So uh, it means a firm promise. You know, in, in, in I think it, the, the expression is more common in America, uh, a pinky swear, you know, you touch your two little fingers together and you swear that you're going to do or not do whatever it, uh, it is, uh, etc. But it could be depending on something. inanimate. Supposing your child is getting married and, uh, um, you know, um, so you need money, you need to pay for that. So if you've got enough money, you can depend on that, you're not going to run short. So uh, this is depending on that. Or uh, if you're a farmer and you know uh, you cultivate and you need to uh, uh, you have enough grain to feed yourself and your family and also uh, uh, seed for the next year. So now you can depend on that. It's you know depending on something in animate etc. What it is, basically you can see that uh, if we step back from words to take an overall picture, what is happening is that uh, God is showing Muslims the story of Israelites, what they did and how they behaved. You know, they're slaves in Egypt. And Moses gets them out. For about 10 minutes, they were very happy. But then what happens? Then they start moaning. Oh, you know, he had all sorts of things in uh, to eat in Egypt. And, uh, you know, they were lovely and they were delicious and so on. They forget about the fact that uh, Pharaoh was beating them into pulp and uh, whatever else. And, you know, and all they can do is moan about uh, uh, the fact that, you know, it's the same bland food they get to uh, eat day in, day out. And God says, and you know, the, the last uh, uh, verse, uh, <clears throat> that uh, um, yeah, I read out, which we, verse 92, in that, you know, God says, you know, man's nature is that he's impatient, he's ungrateful. Israelites are brought out of slavery and they're ungrateful. You know, they don't appreciate it and they start mourning about food and so on. 
And God is giving these examples to tell Muslims that, you know, you're exactly the same. You're not any different from, uh, from these people. So, uh, well, with that, I take my leave of you. Our half an hour is over. And um, whoever you are, whatever your religion or sect or uh, caste or creed or whatever, I pray that Allah keeps the whole of humanity under his protection and uh, keep them safe and sound from all harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz and goodbye.